This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Stop punishing yourself with bland, chalky protein shakes and fuel your fitness with the best protein in the game at GNC. We've got the hottest brands and flavors that legit taste like cookies, your favorite cereal, indulgent desserts, and more. It's on at GNC. Ooh, baby, we got the goss today. You've got the goss you need to take you through. (laughs) From concerts to club gigs to movie publicity, we're talking about showbiz, honey. This is business. We got a double tip spot this week. Get your ones and twos. Todrick is on the show, and Courtney Act makes a little pop-up cameo. And the political and news landscape right now is hell. So we'll talk about it briefly, but damn, it's important to find a little joy in your life as we all deal with the negative things that are around us. Yeah, go touch yourself. And the DMs are full of bullshit drag games, deep, deep TV sleuthing, and some drick and even cum shots. Come shot. Oh, okay. This goss is just too darn, <laughs> darn hot. So hot. enjoy the show. I'd like to pod with my sister tonight. <laughs> M. Oh. M. Mom. I'm your baby tonight. Um, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> welcome back. What'd you hear? For another steaming, steaming. Pipe piping, scalding, scalding, serving up hot cause. This is our weekly chat show where we talk about events in our lives, gossip, and politics. And take a deep dive deep into dives. DMs. So let's get into some hot guys. Are you the baby tonight? Um, you know, I feel like an angel just starting to fly. <laughs> You've got uh, away. You know, I've never been fatal, but this is actually my first time. Um, you've given me ecstasy. That I can attest to. Not Rita I Ora, have given but you, you yes, everything, man. But you, yes. yes. <laughs> wow. How was your Valentine's Day? Did you celebrate? Were you working? Were you doing your shows? How were your gigs in Baltimore? Oh yeah, we did. Um, we did um, Houston and New Orleans and Baltimore. Uh, Jeremy and I did some shows, and they were really, really fun. It was really cool. It was, it was drag. It felt like drag, you know. That's I good. saw you in all the looks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have someone scooching you into that shit backstage? Scooching in, scooching out. Scooch in, we have a scooch in, scooch out policy. Mm-hmm. Can you scooch for me? What? Uh, we've seen your runway walk, but we need to see your scooch. Mm. Too scoochy. She needs to work on her scooching. Uh, what happened... 
at HeartWeHo on Valentine's Day. <laughs> what was going on? Take me through it. Well, <laughs> Trixie was DJing. And um, I wanted to... Oh, so to... she DJed. She DJ now. She didn't do no numbers? She didn't do no numbers. And uh... she didn't do, don't touch my hair, ho. <laughs> I don't know how to no. turn that off, you guys. I don't know what it was. Was it the thing I, that goes through the computer? Yes. My calls. I get that too. Now I don't go know how through. to shut. I cannot turn it off. I can't turn it off. I can't turn it off. I bet Do Dipper not knows. disturb on your computer. Where's that? Where's up that? Up top, up in the where? corner where all those little icons are. Yeah. You can hit the little moonlight, or sorry, the crescent moon. Do not like, disturb. Okay. Like on your phone. Why the fuck would I want to get a phone call on my computer? Can someone tell me? Ask the robot. Can someone at Apple exhume the body of uh, Tim Jobs or whatever his name is? Can somebody, but Tim Jobs is his brother, Steve Jobs, and ask him why? I want to know why. I would want. To field phone calls on my computer. Do, do people do? I guess people do this. I guess there's a big need for this. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't need it. Don't want I have it. One advice that uh, one device that talks way too much to me, and I don't want to hear from any others. Uh. So what? You we had okay? A, we had a gig. I did. I'm your baby tonight. Mm-hmm. Um. In a baby head. In, in my baby, my pretty girl, my pretty baby girl. I'm and baby. I had no visibility in the mask. Like, I forgot how, like, blinding it is in there. And, like, the stage was weird. It was, like, a wipeout set. There were, like, two different staircases and, like... That was dangerous. Yeah, and I was thrown because, um, like, you can't really see in it. And then... I was planning on doing something that was like um, kind of divine inspired. So I had the like poop. a reveal. Yeah. 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 I had a reveal of like a cute fur coat and like this really cute skirt. And I took those off and I was wearing a diaper with like mm-hmm. this cute like body harness thing. And then I, before I went on, like 10 minutes, 15 minutes before I went on, I went in the lighting room at Heart and shoved a Snickers bar up my ass with mm-hmm. the wrapper still on it what because I wanted to like open a Valentine's Day heart, empty it, and then shit a Snickers bar into it. With the like store wrapper or did you Yeah, with the store wrapper still on oh, it. okay. But oh. it had been in me too long. So when I squirted it out, it was like a melted car uh, candy bar texture so you couldn't really tell it was a stickers people were just like um and you know it it didn't read as well as it could but it could have gone a lot worse like yeah. porcelain in Chicago she did a number uh, where she wanted to look like a girl peeing out her butt and she had been douching all day and it gave her diarrhea and like T-Rex was like well girl I can't pay you like you pooped at the club people are trying to leave the club you pooped and your name's Porcelain. You should know where to poop in something Porcelain, darling. Not in the club, on the floor during your number. You do still have to pay her, though. No, if a girl <laughs> poops on stage or throws up on stage or cracks her face open that she's bleeding, you can send her home. 
How would you stop out. making any money? You have to, <laughs> girl, you have to pay somebody if they crack their face. Well, it's their fault if they're drunk. There's plenty of Mickey's videos. One in particular that I know that I'm going to hold off from saying because I'm a nice person. You can DM me. <laughs> but she cracked her face and it was bloody by the end of her number. And I'm sure they paid her. <laughs> Were you lip syncing under the mask? I knew all the words. I believe you. I believe you do know Even the rap. Words. Even mm-hmm. the fast part. Mm-hmm. It's such a fit of it's all on the table. And baby, you hold the cause. Mm-hmm. Baby? Uh, you got the was... magic and I gotta have it. I don't want the pieces. I want a It's. <laughs> I saw Simone do a 12-minute number, too, and she knew every single word. If you don't know me by now. Baby, the people Which I were think it was I think it was the Gladys version. It's like a, it's the, it's a really long live version cover. I love it. Her hair was very, um, it was very Patti LaBelle. Do you remember the period of time where Patti LaBelle was wearing crazy electrified wigs? Oh yeah, the fan ones? Where it was just like shooting out in every direction. Mm-hmm. Like Patti LaBelle's cool. She's, Patti LaBelle's everything. The show looked really fun. What a way to ring in uh, the Rue year uh, of Valentine's Day. Hearts and butts were a flutter this week (laughs) at the gig. Hearts and butts and cheeks better flutter. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of all those things in limbo, in the air, bouncing, I got the best surprise ever on Joseph Shepard's new show to see that talk show. Mm. The people that work for me, obviously, the people that work with me, obviously know me enough to know that I love strippers, and they got me a stripper. Oh, scuttlebutt! Uh, That's so fun. He was Scotland. Your, your new episode of Sissy That Talk Show with Joseph Shepard is out this week, and uh, that's really exciting. Harkening back to Hey Queen with the with the on stage lap dances. Uh huh. Oh my. Definitely. What happened to my episode? Did we lose the video element? No, no, you're you're coming. Unfortunately, we've. Uh, I we've thought mine was coming out the second week, but I guess maybe got, you were bumped. I guess you it got bumped. shelved or bumped. <laughs> Network no. has some notes. I don't know where you got that. That we need order, to do reshoots. But you've always been s- slotted for later. Oh great! Sl- uh, you're a yeah. later slot. Oh, little little Miss Later slot. What you call slot. me? Oh, little Miss Later slot. That's <laughs> what I called you, Miss bitch. Later slot. We do you will later. Will is a mid season bump, and you are the finale. Mid season bump. <laughs> Honey. <laughs> mid evening bump. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of uh, things just a little like pick double. me up. <laughs> <laughs> just a little, just get through my day. Just get me through the day. It's almost <laughs> <No>. Thursday. <laughs> Um, we have a, a wonderful thing we want you all to get some uh, eyes on. It's a new movie called Monica that's not out yet, but Trace Lissette, uh is the lead actress in it. And she uh, got a 11-minute standing ovation for the film at the Venice Film Festival, which is like a big deal film festival. This movie, Monica, has a 90% Rotten Tomatoes score, and it's going to be released in 2023, but she wants to... 
uh, bring everyone to the attention of how much this costs to be a film in competition and to get a publicist and to do everything right. And she can't afford to hire it for six months. She said in her Kickstarter that she could do two months and she just wanted to ask and see what would happen. And she's reached 27,000 of her 300,000 goal. I saw 30, this donated to of 30,000 goals. Yeah, Sorry. She's super close. And if you guys can listen to this and help, throw the girl a dollar, honey. It'll, every dollar yeah. will help, and it'll get her another month of promotion for this film for an important trans story that needs to be told. And Trace is blonde now, too. She looks so good blonde. I love her in her blonde era. So please go support her. Um, she's on Instagram, and we're going to link it on our Instagram, please, too, also. Thank you. Goodbye. Yeah, <laughs> and it was already at twenty seven thousand uh, of the thirty thousand on Wednesday. So let's get her over the finish line. Because uh-huh. Give her her coin. It do it do take dollars uh, to promote films out there, and when it's an important piece of yeah uh, trans iconography, uh, I think our community can uh, can help uh, get the word out about it. So that's pretty awesome. Yep, and uh, you can't spell dollars without dolls, so go. And speaking of dolls, there is oh. this new scuttlebutt about a new song, a new pride anthem. Ooh. Uh, is, this, is this a sister doll? Yes. Oh, I know who it is. From <laughs> our sister, Miss Cornisha Actington, Courtney yeah. Act, has a new song, uh... And is it, is true? it true? Wait. <gasps> is that is she, is she really dialing here? in? Oh my god, is she She's here? She's gonna introduce it herself. No our Australian accents are horrible. So we're yes, gonna Cornisha try. Act, where is we she? Let her enter Courtney the room. Act. Has she been in the room the whole time? Has she been <laughs> lurking at our door? <laughs> <gasps> oh my gosh, she's actually here. Uh, I thought we couldn't hi. meet her rider. I can't believe you showed up. As this the silent in... third member of this podcast, <laughs> I thought it was good of me to turn up every now and again, not just be mentioned. Oh, Thank I'm she's turned up. Alan, you she's built Pepsi Cola. <sighs> we did. We turned it into what it is today. <laughs> Sorry, I'm yelling well, at my phone. Like We're very excited for your song. How does Courtney celebrate? You find celebrate, her under the disco celebrate, ball? Celebrate, celebrate. You know what? Wait. It's World we like Pride. To party. It's my Sydney World Pride anthem. All of y'all, I can't believe that you're not here, that it's like Sydney World Pride. It feels homophobic that you're not in Sydney for it. Yeah, I wanted to come, but the back thing kind of killed uh, mm, yeah. that. But, but you do kind of look like, this is something for the Australian listeners, you kind of look like, and you kind of give the same nous as an Australian idol judge, Kyle Sanderlance. He's sort of like, like a radio presenter who's like the, not the mean judge, but, you know, the judge that tells it how it is. He's got Get a big beard and you're giving me that. Telling it how it is. Telling it how yeah. it is. Well, um, I hope that your single is well-received down under and worldwide. Uh, Tell us about it. What's the? I, I want to know. I, I think it's really catchy. I just listened to it a minute ago and it's already stuck in my head. I want to know. Well, you know what? Um, as women of certain ages, we understand that mm-hmm. we need to move with the times or be left behind. Um, and I realized that uh, TikTok is a thing as much as I tried to resist it. Um, and I 
decided that I would wrote, write a song for the TikTok generation. I've always wanted to have a song that I come on stage and people know the words to, at least the chorus. So I made it very easy in this one by making one word in the chorus repeated 16 times. So by the end of the first chorus, you know all the words to the chorus. Celebrate, 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 celebrate. Um, I love that rule. I, it's easy to lip sync. If you're going to do like a video on TikTok and you want to like lip sync along to it, it's very easy. You're mm-hmm. not double tracking during your performances, are you? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> it's easy to lip sync for me as the artist. <laughs> it's easy for other people to lip sync on TikTok. I didn't even get what double you were tracking. saying. It's so early in the morning. Um, double tracking. So, she so, she was caught in a double tracking scandal. <laughs> double track act. Another scandal after the Young Divas fiasco? Oh. Speaking of the Young Divas fiasco. You no. set up your Google alerts for them still? For your vendetta? <laughs> There's been no Google alerts for the Young Divas for decades, darling. <laughs> no. Oh, she deepened it. She said, honey, oh, no. let me put on my Oscar Wilde voice. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I just wrote a fun pop song. I want people to celebrate. And you know what? It's Sydney World Pride, but it's also like I feel like it's got legs. You know, this could be a New Year's song. This could be a birthday sure. song. Any sure. celebration. And he's a bris. Bachelorette um, party. There's nothing celebratory about removing somebody's foreskin without consent, Willem. Uh, what if they do it on their own and they eat it and it's their uh, ceremony? And they're old enough. If they do it on, if that's their own choice or it's a medical, it's reason, not a road fine. I should have gone down. But yeah, <laughs> you're right, Court. <laughs> We're intactivists on this pod. We are. We are for sure. The more the meat, the merrier. The more the meat, the merrier, Mary. The more the meat, the merrier. Please put that above my headboard. <laughs> well, thank you for coming by to celebrate the release of Celebrate. Celebrate, 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 celebrate. Thank uh, you. And it's like, you know, four in the morning in Australia. So thank you for So put the K you know. down, girl. Put that down. <laughs> oh my Wait, God. I, I, I feel like Crystal. this song lends itself to parodies as well. Cause like celebrate can be changed with like celibate, salivate, celibate. masturbate. Celibate, 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 celibate. Um, I'm not elevate. having sex. Yeah, you can do anything with this song. Oh, love. Parody songs are just so dry. I love you guys. It's nice to see you both. I didn't realize you'd look so glamorous this early in the morning. Oh, yeah. We started glam at 4 a.m. I had Scott come in. Frank wasn't available, so Orabe did my hair. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I love you both. Have fun. Bye. I love you too. Have a great day. She didn't even put on a goddamn wig. (laughs) Oh, she's still here? Just, oh. just put the wig on. Just the wig and the yellow gloves. You, you don't have to do any makeup. Just put the wig on. <laughs> Grab the Hang yellow on, let me get the yellow rubber gloves. Oh. Tell everybody what the rubber gloves are for, Courtney. Tell them. You won't be able to see them, but you'll be able to hear them. We can probably smell them from here. I know where you put them. Oh, my God. Yeah. He likes you in those. Oh, that's still turned inside out. Hang on. Oh, you know why. You were turned inside out last time you wore them, too, girl. Yeah, I was. That a girl. <laughs> okay, guys. I don't know about you, but I am ready to party. Let's celebrate around the world now. Not going back, we're moving forward. Have your disco to the song. Everybody sing along. Just follow me and I will show you. We're raising our flags because we want to be free. 
the show. Loving my luck and the pictures I took, you'll find me under the disco ball. We're here to celebrate, 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 celebrate. Celebrate, 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 celebrate. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is an all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time all in one place all on your terms. We all know everything is online these days and it's important to stand out. Good web design will engage your audience. You know it's true. Right, and a business needs a website to feel real. And that's why Squarespace is so important. The good people at Drag Queen of the Year use it with great success. It's true, we did. We said we need a website and we need it fast. And guess what? Squarespace is fast and it looks really good. You don't have to know code or anything. Yeah, Squarespace has Fluid Engine, a next generation website design system. It's never been easier. Start with a best in class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag and drop technology for desktop or mobile. Plus, you can easily sell your products on an online store. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. And the analytics are detailed and very helpful. Learn where your site visits are coming from and analyze which channels are most effective. You can even build a marketing strategy based on your top keywords or most popular products and content. They've got it all. So check out squarespace.com slash drag for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code DRAG, drag. to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash drag. Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19, all new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Sam Smith's new uh, outfits. He did like this pink shibari knot photo rope thing. Looking yeah, all bitch. looking Show all heated. And he's heated. probably actually very hot in this other outfit that he's wearing. It's all like pleather with like blow-ups in the shoulders they. and the knees. Or they. Sorry, Sam. Um, they're probably uh, very hot in this. The Yes, this Brit Awards outfit is uh, it's so fierce and iconic. And is it inflatable? I don't know. It's big, all. it's black, and you're going to love it. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it has these very puffy like legs, leg triangles and big puffy arm shoulders. It's like an upside uh, down tree shape. I think Sam Smith knows what they're doing. I mean, the sort of name of the game when you're promoting something is trying to get people to talk about it, right? I mean, that's the, that's like the hardest part. And so Sam is like, when I dress in kind of absurdist or like kind of over-the-top clothes, people talk about it. Like when Harry Styles wears a, a skirt or something, everybody wants to talk about it. So the more people talk about it, the more people are apt to listen to the music or download it or buy a ticket or whatever or or click the link and look at it. So Sam Smith is getting reactions from their fashions. So why not push the envelope? And I think these, I mean, the designers are obviously very talented and really good and uh, I don't know, go for it all. Yeah, I could have said it better myself. The goal is to get people, you want attention and this is attention grabbing. For whatever We've reasons. been dressing up in absurd costumes for our whole lives. Yep. So I don't know. I feel like people are people are haters uh, for whatever reason. Maybe maybe I think it has to do with uh, having a perception of Sam Smith in their mind from maybe years ago when they were younger. And thinking of Sam Smith in this way of being sort of like, I don't know, sort of like low-key in demeanor and appearance. Do you get that? And then now all of that is out the window and it's like this new rebirth and resurgence. So change is difficult for some people to handle. You know what? I think that they have um, played it fairly like butch. I know their first video was Scrub from the Internet. (laughs) Yes, definitely. Butch top. Playing um, a butch. <laughs> their first video was scrubbed from the internet uh, by their their label once they got signed because it was them skipping about like flirting with this girl's boyfriend and like stealing your man type uh-huh. of scenarios. Um, yeah, and it that was, was too steamy video. for the time. It was way too um, indicative of things that were faggotry. Yes. Precisely. Yeah. So I'm glad to see that they're at least having fun probably with their looks and doing what they want. Because the time is now, honey. The time is now. Tomorrow is not promised. So I think Sam Smith is walking in their truth and wanting to experiment and play with fashion and clothes. And honey, you've got a platform. You've got the dollars. So Uh do it. So go for it. I love it. And, like, it's not lost on anybody. Fat people fuck. There's a lot of fat phobia around this. Um, mm. And, you know, if Harry Styles was oiled up in something with ropes mm-hmm. and knots, they'd be like, oh, mother, father, eight. Yeah. You know. That's but, tea. Mm. That's tea on a St. James. <laughs> Well, this is a segment, and I wish Courtney song? was here for this part. This is a segment we like to call <gasps> Let's Get Political. Political. I want to get political. Let me see your policy. Um, welcome to the hellscape of mm-hmm. our world. 
Yeah, there's a lot going on. Pick a con- pick a continent, and I'll give you the tragedy. Um, let's do the UK first. The UK said that two teenagers have been charged with the weekend murder of a 16-year-old trans girl in a case that has drawn national concern. Brianna mm-hmm. Gay was fatally stabbed in Warrington, which is northwest England, on Saturday. Members of the public found her on a path in a park that afternoon. Cheshire police arrested 15-year-old boy, two 15-year-olds, a boy and a girl from nearby Lee, on Sunday and Wednesday charged mm-hmm. with them with her murder. The force had previously said it was exploring whether Gay was the victim of an anti-transgender hate crime. Um, it, the death toll in Turkey, over 40,000 from earthquake. Yes. Uh, also, there is the chemical cloud in Ohio happening. Um, 50 cars from a train, including 10 carrying hazardous materials, derailed in a fiery crash in East Palestine, Ohio. Um, Vinyl chloride was released into the air from five of those cars before crews ignited it to get rid of the highly flammable toxic chemicals in a controlled environment, but it created a big dark plume of smoke. So residents in the immediate area and nearby in Pennsylvania were evacuated beforehand because of the health risks from the fumes and as the impact of burning vinyl chloride is a concern. Uh, And now I've heard that it's actually affecting the water as well out there. Fish Um, have died. People are getting headaches in Canada from it over the lake, you know, because that travels on water, the wind. You know how wind does on the water? Yeah. Is your mom's... uh, And and the the weird thing about that is that there's really no media coverage happening about the gas cloud in Ohio. I read something um, that a reporter was threatened for coverage or something. Yeah, I heard that too. But I didn't actually click the link. So I'll just conjecture. Uh, is this like a Chernobyl if you're situation? In that area, no, what? Is this like a Chernobyl situation where like water won't be safe for a while? I don't think it's as bad as Chernobyl, but it's bad. Because those chemicals, I mean, they're burning them off so that the chemical will be gone. Because the only way you can get rid of it is by burning it. But that goes up into the sky. And Uh then it attaches to water. And then it can rain down. And then it can affect the, you know, the river, the water source. And so just um, look this up if you're in that area. Uh, Erie, Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh, I'm talking to you. Mm Mm-hmm. Because uh, that's where all my family is. So just keep an eye on it because the media is not doing a good job of covering it. This is um, a great tip for anybody. Change of subject. If you want to get great revenge on somebody, you pee in their room humidifier and it like mm. miss out. It's like a wonderful way to ruin somebody's day. And they don't even know okay. it. Just piss all over. Okay. So, just thought made me think of it like with the chemical rain or whatever, you know. Um, do you know that there's been a couple people that were involved in mass shootings in America uh, in their high schools that now dealt with a mass shooting in Michigan that just happened where three people were killed, five were injured after someone who in all caps was 
committed by a man who had already had a gun-related crime and who shouldn't be allowed to get a gun. And even... That's frustrating. Wow. With the laws that we had in place, he was still able to go get a gun and to kill people because America is so concerned about the Second Amendment. Is it the Second Amendment? Mm -hmm. What's the gun one? Second. It is? Yeah, that. Like, God damn. Yeah, the guns are totally out of control. Yeah. And... And you know then, how to stop cops from shooting people? Take their guns. Right. And then we also have hearings all over the country about some of the trans health care and drag legislation that's happening. Hearings are happening with parents, activists, doctors, business owners, pleading with lawmakers to not pass these laws, the anti-trans health care bills, and, of course, the ridiculous drag criminalization bills. In Tennessee, the owner of Play gave an impassioned speech about the amazing work his bars have done and what an asset they are to the state financially. And we know that. I mean, anyone with, you know, any sense knows that. And it's a shame that we have to defend ourselves and our communities, you know, against this kind of nonsense. Um... Uh, I agree. I met a girl last night at the show um, who was the one that got the Arkansas bill defeated. Oh, really? Yeah, and now other states are looking to this girl. Uh, fuck, I got her number and I texted her because I was like, you should be on the podcast. And I've been talking yeah. to her. But, oh, Athena Sinclair. That's her name. So, Athena, okay. if you're listening, like, We'd love to girl, have you on. Yeah, she's a powerhouse too. Book her. Totally. Book her to make some laws and do some gigs. Uh, so there is some good happening in the world, at least with Athena at the helm. Yeah. How do you feel about all this shit? I like Maxwell's how do you feel more than, <laughs> more than how I actually feel right now about all the things that are happening all over the world. This The stupid thing about denying kids the gender affirming stuff because they know you know what you are and it's sort of i mean they sort of they sort of link into each other because it's like when when these things happen and like in the news you're seeing things that are anti-gay or anti-drag or anti-trans and it's like coming down from the lawmakers it affects the young people i mean the 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 kids who murdered Brianna Gay in the UK were 15-year-olds. So this is affecting, you know, the sort of shame and, like, uh, the biases of young people. It, it trickles down to them and, and it imprints on them and then they end up doing something just fucking horrific like this. Yeah, uh, monkey see, monkey do. She was 16 years old, and there's just no, there, there's just no, there's just no need for that. It's so, it's so senseless. It's so horrible. Yeah. Okay, let's take a break. First, the bad news. 
SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Oh my God, it's time for the tip spot again this week. Oh my goodness. It's a it's a tip spot, girl. She said uh, she said she's gonna do some Disney numbers, a medley. Oh my goodness. She's a medley. Sixteen oh minute my. mix. Well, now we have Disney legal breathing down our neck. That's all we need. <laughs> I told these girls in the show we can only do public domain music. <laughs> uh, we can do uh, jingle uh, bells. Do jingle bells. Jingle Happy birthday! Jingle bells is a brilliant favorite. You can do it any time of year. It is not just for the Christmas time. I'm anyway, not paying copyright bring, law. Let's bring out our our tip spot this week. We would like to welcome a television veteran, a YouTube sensation, trotting the boards of Broadway and even doing some choreography for little-known stars like Beyonce. Blah, uh, blah, and, blah. <laughs> and currently starring in The Real Friends of WeHo, please welcome Todd Todrick Hall. Hello, hello, hello. Thanks for having me. Oh Hi my friends. gosh, of course. Hi, gorgeous. Yes, I saw you on the Monet and Bob show. Oh, thank you. That was probably, you know, up until now, my highlight as far as the podcast universe is concerned. <laughs> Hitting all these pod hoes. <laughs> well, we, I want to talk about, of course, the real friends of WeHo. Everyone's talking about it. Everyone has an opinion <laughs> about it. I it's on the tip of every tongue, Alaska. You have had you've had rebuttal videos. You've had reaction videos. Uh, how how do you how are you feeling about uh, about real friends of WeHo at this point, as of right now? I feel like it's a, a a great show. I think, in my honest opinion, is it starts off really slow, but I think I'm a person that's going to be rooting for any representation of LGBTQ plus people on television. And um, I've had a lot to say about it, but I'm really proud of it. I feel like it shows a true example of what it's like to be me, which has not been my experience on reality t- television always. And mm-hmm. so I'm grateful if they asked me to do it again, I would absolutely do it. I have zero regrets. And I'm loving the people who are actually watching it, DMing me saying, you know, the 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 nice things that they have to say about the show and some of the petty, shady things that have been said about it, I don't necessarily disagree with. So I think there <laughs> is a truth uh, in all aspects. 
Well, people were mad at the show before it even came out, which I found absurd. It's like, how are you going to go into discussions and have news articles about the show and why and what when it's not right. even out, just from the trailer? I, I didn't get that um, that kind of hate right off the bat. It's like, let's see it and then talk shit. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, I I think that the first season of any show, I mean, I, I don't know how well RuPaul's Drag Race would have done if its first season were on MTV. It had to iron out the kinks. It's a very different, uh, it's a very different entity now than it was when it first started. And so, um, I don't know. I, I, there's a lot of things that have happened behind the scenes, like the name change, the network change and things that I think the cast and I were not like super thrilled about, but as a whole, the experience has been a positive one for me. And, um, and I, I wish that people would uplift it because I think in a way it could be a great platform for people all over the country if for some reason it started to continue and there was a real friends of Chicago, Dallas, whatever. I think it could uplift a lot of people and give a lot of people a platform that they wouldn't necessarily have. And, and but, you know, we, we will see what happens. But do you think you need CEO security? <laughs> I do not. I thought that was outrageous. I didn't know while I was at the party that that was Dorian security. I found that out when I watched the show and that shit had me dying. You were just trying to get your character drawn and get Maybe. out. Exactly. But your, your hair when you were filming this was so cute. The half and half. Yeah, it's still like that. <gasps> so Ooh, cute. I love that. Thank you. A little Cruella fantasy. Love it. Um, do you, you said something before about the the episode's not going to get longer after Real uh, Real Friends of WeHo was off. But yeah. I think they did get longer. Did you guys know that you were filming specifically six episodes or was this going to be like a longer series on a different network? It was going to be, we always knew it was six episodes. We were told it was going to be on Paramount Plus. And we mm -hmm. were also told from people when we asked, because when the frenzy started, we said, is are we actually the reason why this show is only an hour long? And they said, absolutely not. The show was ordered an hour long episodes. It's not going to be 90 minute episodes. So when I was explaining to people all the reasons why I was just like, to me, it, it's just, just ridiculous to be mm -hmm. protesting a show and turning off the television as if it was a, a, a Trump speech or something. I thought that was ridiculous. So, um, of course, when I saw that, I was like, oh, my gosh, let me just delete this post because the kids are going to just eat me alive for the fact that we, they weren't going to get 90-minute episodes. But uh, people screenshotted it and posted it. And turns out, you know, I, I believe from reliable sources that Everybody complaining that there were not 90-minute episodes made them go back and re-edit the show. I don't think that was the original plan for them to be 90 minutes long. I think they've now extended them. Um, and a few weeks after our show stops, two weeks later, they're going to start having 90-minute episodes. Which I feel strange about because... I think that people think I don't want there to be 90 minute episodes, but I'm the biggest drag race fan ever. I'm obsessed with the show and I want there right. to also be 90 minute episodes. That was never my point. My point is there's, I don't know how many hours a week there are, but there's programming for seven days a week, 24 hours a day. And to me, for the queer community to be boycotting and protesting this one hour of queer representation instead of addressing all the other shows where representation is lacking, to me seems like a backward stance to take. 168 hours in a week. Yeah. 
168 hours in a week. Why don't we talk about these other shows that are that are occupying television space that are not uplifting, where people are not telling their stories? There's some really powerful stories being told on our show that people aren't seeing because they're, you know, they they have decided before watching it that 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 they don't want to participate in it. And I do still find that to be sad. I find it sad I don't see you more on Drag Race because I love it when you're a choreographer. Um, I'm still hoping you'll pop up on season 15. Mm -hmm. So if you sign an NDA and you can't talk about it, okay. Uh, We know we respect Mother. But are there any standouts for 15 for you? I mean, I love Estides because I just think that she's Mm -hmm. incredible and I love her as a human being. And so to me, she is just somebody who she has supported me and performs to my music all, all the time. So I love her. And I also just love Sasha. Um, mm-hmm. I'm usually not the person that's just like rooting for the people who are like my friends, but those Our are friends are talented. That, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I'm rooting for. <laughs> um, uh, so wait about, so wait, real, real, real housewives of WeHo. No, real friends of WeHo. <laughs> it was originally notes. when you were pitched the, the idea of the show, it was called tentatively something else was, what was it called? Wasn't it? When we first started filming, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this or not, but I think the information's all already out there. They said the show was called The A-List, and mm, that's what mm-hmm. we thought we were filming until the end. Um, until we were done filming, we found out that the name of it had been changed. Um, and we didn't know who was always going to be in the cast. A lot of names were thrown at me, which made me decide to do the show. Um, and a lot of those people were not there on set. It did not bother me. I, like, have fallen in love with all these people individually but there and we also were supposed to be being streamed on paramount plus when we originally signed on which then changed i understand that the network logically was like let's do three hours of queer television that's that's dope it's um and i think that in their minds they thought that the the audience would be here for that having been been on drag race and experiencing the fandom i was like they're not going to like this i don't i don't believe that this is going to be something they're going to be here for i've seen how they've responded to things before and i was like i don't know and and um and so i'm not surprised by the response it still makes me sad but i'm not surprised by the response and i hate that it's almost putting us against drag race because i love drag race and i tune in every single week and i'm gonna be still tuning in once our show is over yeah and i don't think that there can only be one queer thing i mean i see this happening with like bros versus fire island it's like you can only choose you can only like one you can't like Drag Race and, you know, Real Friends of WeHo. And there's this like sort of constant self sort of self-conflicting that happens in our community that I agree is very upsetting. And I wish the fervor that people with the scat pictures and all of the noise made online, I wish that energy would could be applied to things that really are negatively impacting our community in politics or with all of this fucking legislation. Like, make some noise about that because our community's good at making noise when they're pissed off about something, but sometimes it's just about the fucking wrong thing. Yeah, I agree. Did you see the scat pictures on Twitter? (laughs) No. I'm allergic to Twitter. I don't go on it. I don't have it. As a general rule, I will not go on there, but people have been screenshotting me things and sending it to me that make me laugh (sighs) Whatever, but I, I don't go on Twitter, girl. I, I can't. My mental health is not strong enough to even go on that site. But what are the scat pictures? 
It was during one of the first, it was like the first 30 second promo got posted by like MTV or by whatever. And the Drag Race fans were Every so comment. mad that in the replies, it became like a game of like who could post the most sort of like disgusting, absurd, <laughs> ridiculous thing. So it was like, it became a thread of like scat, scat porn like things. <laughs> Uh, um, just appearing there. But, like, do that on the people, on the pages that are, like, promoting anti, like, anti-drag legislation yeah. in these states. You know? Like, let's take, keep that energy, mm -hmm. but put it toward the right place. It is wild, the passion that people have gone, the links <laughs> that people have gone to over a show about drag, and it's, like, 54,000th season. I'm like... Yeah. We have so many seasons of Drag Race. It, it, it has been an hour long for years and years and years. And it, yeah. it's been so many things. It's evolved into so many things. Um, but, you know, I get it. I love Drag Race. And if I didn't want to watch the show, I would be pissed. And if I had truly believed that they were shortening Drag Race just to put our show there, which still is not true, I would be upset because I want to see these queens and I want them to have as much airtime as they can have i think my frustration is with the fact that like if people are upset they should be upset with world of wonder and mtv for making this deal you know like not us as the employees of the show you know like exactly it's we don't have anything to do i'll probably get in trouble for saying that but we, we are <laughs> but employees true. of the show we didn't know it was going to go on mtv and all of the ads are at us you know as the yeah. as the cast members mm. from the show and i'm like well, we don't deserve this. We're just trying to make our checks like everybody else is doing, you know. Um, right. But it is what it is, you know. Bitch, it's I saw something you do, you did deserve because I saw you getting your drag dry cleaned. You don't wash drag. What do you mean? On the real ho on the Real House Friends of um, WeHo, the I saw you telling Jenny to take this to the dry cleaner, washing your drag, your good corset with the rhinestones. You don't wash drag. All of those stones will fall off. You just freeze yeah. it. Drag well, clean. I think that was part of the scene. You know, when you're doing reality TV, mm, they're like, okay. we want to have the outfits out that are the, the great. But I have a, a a Gucci nun costume that's white around the collar, and I'm a black man. Oh and yeah. I, I did a seventy city tour. There's no way I can keep wearing those costumes without getting them dry cleaned. It's <laughs> it's wild. But obviously, I had a full like rubber latex costume. Um, that I, they're obviously not going to dry clean, but, you know, they'll be like, pull out the costumes that are the most incredible looking for camera and have this discussion as well. So that one was cute. Like, the denim with the rhinestones. It's very me. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very me. You can bring that over. I'll borrow that. So I get can, these boots you, back, bitch. You can borrow it. You, you can take anything you want. I was like, I honestly should just let Willem over these boots come to my house and take anything that he wants. Bitch, did you that order? That seems like a you... resolution to me. That seems <laughs> like a resolution. Did you hear that I went online and said, honestly, there are people in this world that could be upset with me. I owe Willem some boots that I have needed to be have been replaced for the past year. He's somebody who can go online and cancel me. And I will hold my hand up and be like, that I actually did. Um, did you see that I said that? No, I didn't, but I appreciate you. You're so, you're so nice. And it's, I, it's so weird. You, I, you have the receipts, which means you've paid for it. Um, you got me new boots. You ordered them from the man from, uh, from the shoe guy Marco sent you or the other guy. I don't know what you're talking about. No. 
You didn't get me none, little butchie faggot. I love oh. it. Flames? <laughs> Flames? Why did you think <laughs> that that happened? Do, who, yes. did, who sent you the receipts, Willem? No, I was meaning the receipts. Like, uh, I figured that we us texting about the shoe guy, you were going to go to get the custom pair made? No, no. You sent me those res- the the contact less than twenty days ago, and I've been on a cruise ship since uh, January twenty first, and I just got was home. Was Jenny That's why on I the cruise with you? Jenny's not my assistant girl. Uh, She's my dance captain who takes on a whole bunch of of things. But I was talking to Bob about this, and he was like, "What is these? Was this shoe situation?" And I was like, "Willem loaned me some shoes. The shoes were lost. It was the first time that I paid Willem up front." You were like, "Work, bitch! This is the fastest I've ever been paid for anything from you." And I'm like, "And then of course I lose these shoes." And I was like, "And I've offered to pay for them, but Willem is like, no, I want you to get me some custom shoes rebuilt." And yeah. Bob's commentary on this was so hilarious. I'm not going to try to redo it, but you just need to ask him when you talk to him about it because it was okay. hilarious. His show was so good. I went to at the Troubadour to see it. He's a fucking superstar. It was packed. So he fun. So, so hilarious on the cruise ship. He just did his stand-up show. And he was like, you know, when they offered me this job, it was so dope because they're like, you get a free cruise. And then he said, then I had to think about it. He said, the last time they offered black people a free cruise, shit got a little crazy. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, so is this the cruise that had you, Billy Porter, Bob, all that excellence? It was pretty wild. I would go to all of those shows. How was, I've never been on an Atlantis cruise. Is it just like crazy? I I thought I was Did gay you sleep? before I went on one of these cruises. And then I went there and realized the type of fun that the gays are having and realized that I'm not gay enough and I need to step it up. It, it It's absolutely insane. They party until six, seven, eight, nine every single morning. But I outfits. love Atlantis. The outfits, the costumes, the pageantry of it all, the poppers of it all, the all night sex <laughs> of it all is, is just absolutely insane. And the entertainment is so dope. To have me, yeah. Bob, and Billy Porter on, on a cruise is insane. Everything. Privilege. Courtney acted Atlantis Cruises and uh, I asked her for the hookup and she said they probably wouldn't go for your act. They don't like blue acts like that. Like you work too Ooh. blue. And I was like, okay, Miss Courtney, time to celebrate, celebrate, celebrate. That's, <laughs> that's her new song. Well, I, th- I have a feeling they would love to have you in Alaska. And by the way, I was on there with Nick Adams, Alaska, and he was singing oh, your praises. And I oh can't wait to gosh. see Drag the Musical. It's so Please. good. Next time we do it, you can come. I would love that. Well, Thank I you will come. So I will take you up on your offer to come to your closet, then, bitch, and find something. Do that. That sounds like a resolution to me. We need a resolution. Do that. Thank you so much for joining us today, Todrick. You're incredible. Mm-hmm. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. I love you both so much. I'll we see you, you on too. the Real Friends of WeHo season two. Yes. Okay. <laughs> they, they need to add a drag queen with some history. I, and huh? oh, did they have beef? Oh, yeah, it's over boots. And then we'll do the Alicia and Coco thing and draw it out four episodes. Mm-hmm. It'll be great. And never really fully tell what happened. I, I actually suggested you the other day. I was like, if you want good reality TV, I think the fans would be here for it if it was you. They the interviewed me for it because they were asking me about, like, how I was connected, if I had a connection to Chris Salvatore. And I was like, yeah, we've both done Marco shows. I know them and stuff from that. And then I didn't go further in the casting process. I guess I wasn't um, A-list enough because that's what it was called then. And I'm not A-list. I'm not an A-list guy. 
I also know they talked to Monet Exchange, and I'm like, if you and Monet mm-hmm. Exchange were on the show, I just think the audience would have been like, okay, we're kind of here for it. Let's so, watch this. Nah. Yeah, it's like a spinoff, kind of. Oh, that show Drag Race? There's two drag queens that are on a show now. It's very um, uh, the Jeffersons off of All in the Family. Yes. If it comes back, I'm going to tell them that they should definitely interview you because you are one of the most interesting people I know. Thank you so much. You too. Yes. (laughs) All right. I love you, y'all. Bye, Stream Family. Thank you so much. No. Bye, y'all. Bye. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Oh, we are back. Oh, we are back. Oh, oh you're at the bottom. Uh, no, they can't go to work. Uh, uh, this is the moment where we go spelunking. Unking, unking, unking. Deep inside. The DM. Why don't you read this one for us, honey? This comes from Brian. Hello, 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 Wilhelmina Models. And I can see my Russia from my house. I can see Russia from my house and mm. Grand Dipperino, longtime emailer. I've emailed six times with never had an email read on air. Wow. <laughs> and longtime listener. I recently uh. purchased this top drag card game in the Castro and was gagged to see how the game rated the dolls. Alaska's Ugh. talent is a six. A six. Mama, this is homophobic. Charisma is a five. Talent for- six looks <laughs> two. <laughs> <laughs> but her charisma is only a five. Um, both of us only have fives. Top drag, you shady bitch, and this is out of ten <laughs> points total. My question is, what do you think of? Ev- why do you think everyone just loves to rate the queens? Can't each girl just stand alone as their own person, not in comparison to each other? Any thoughts on this? For priority boarding, I've attached photo of my uncut dick. Please enjoy, Brian. P.S. The queens who were rated highest in this game. Bianca, Katya, Trixie, Raja. Each of them had tens, tens, tens across the board or close to it. Well, you know what, Brian? (laughs) For someone who has such a problem with people rating queens in some sort of arbitrary ranking number system, you have purchased this product. You (laughs) bought it. You gave money to the proprietors of this (laughs) monkey shit, bullshit, fucking garbage pile known as fucking top drag card game. So you have added to the problem. If nobody bought it, then it wouldn't exist. And I wouldn't have to know numerically any of this information if you didn't take the time to write us an email bringing us into it. So now why am I in it like NeNe Leakes? Well, you're just Max. You got a six for talent and I got an eight for talent. (laughs) Ah! But, bitch, you do have nerve. You got a seven for nerve. But I, I got a nine. I have, the, I have the nerve to fucking not even discuss this dick pic because I don't <laughs> give a fuck. 
Um, there was a photographer actually return that I know. the product. If you feel so strongly about it, file a return. Return it. Get a refund. I bet they have a liberal return policy. If you're so upset about it, like you purport to be, mm-hmm. then get rid of the product. Get your money back. There's you someone. There's someone that we've all worked with in England who issued a card game like this, and they were a photographer that we've worked with. And I took umbrage with some of the numbers, and I was like, "How dare you?" I was the first person to work with you from this like group of like. RuPaul girls, and now you're going to try to make some money off of rating us and using your pictures? No, I'm not going to be okay with that. And, like, this is fine. I get it. It's clicks. People want to talk about Drag Race. But, you know, just because you have access doesn't mean you should. And there's a dick. Anyway, the next message comes from But. But. (laughs) Hello, Aleppa, William, and Fig Ripper. Hmm, Fig Ripper. When Willem mentioned having done a scene with Nick Offerman in the TV series American Body Shop, I was eager to see this relic of queer television history for myself. However, it turns out that episodes of American Body Shop are harder to find online than the wedding makeover challenge from the Drag Race season six. Mm. Apparently, Comedy Central has buried this series making it virtually impossible to watch anywhere. Moreover, there doesn't seem to be an active cult audience sharing bootlegs from the series. Still, I persisted. Eventually, I found one person from the UK that has this elusive episode with Willem entitled Stretchy Face. I've attached the opening scene featuring Willem as the cutthroat call girl Wanda. And at the end of the scene, Willem switches from his femme voice to a butch bellow for a classic cross-dresser punch line. Was this dubbed or does Willem really have this low of a range? Willem, do you have any other memorable mentionings about this work experience as well as Nick Offerman's juicy bulge? Don't skip over any of the sordid details. Also, I thought I should point out that despite Willem revisionist recollection, American Body Shop aired in 2007, five years before the premiere of Drag Race season four. Just wanted <laughs> to make sure your resume was accurate, Miss Bella. I love you, gals. Yours, but Midler. Oh my god, what? This is amazing. Okay, let's watch. This seems like a rather egregious violation of the basic tenets of customer service. The Jinsu knife can cut through a steel can. I don't think your testicles oppose much of a challenge. Point taken. Have a nice day. That was not you. Sad thing is, I kind of liked her. Him. So, cheap jokes about gender. But here's the thing when I auditioned, I had a real bad cold and my voice was super low in the audition, and they laughed. I got a laugh in the room, and that's what I was cast on. And then I get there and they're like, lower, do it like the audition. And I'm like, I'm going low as I can. And like, I You were kept... still too fam. <laughs> too, too fam. Um, I wanted to book the gig, but they needed someone with like, I don't know, a questionable voice. I couldn't do it. Um, yeah, I had fish sticks. 
and my voice was you just too high. You look so pretty. Girl, I still have this hair, still have this skirt. And my other friend was playing a prostitute on the same episode, my friend Dave Gibbs's wife, who's an actress. So we were like, look at us hookers, yay. But this show was very, was, I don't think it would survive the time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there was always, this Most was of one, my work. This was one of those jokes that was in like every, every show around a certain time period. It was the like, there's a girl, she's usually a hooker, and then they find out afterward that, you know, she's got something extra. And then it's a big to-do. Mm-hmm. This was like such a go-to for comedy. It was like, oh, we're out of ideas. Oh, should we do the girl? Should we do that old storyline? But Bitch. I'm glad you got work out of it, honey. B- because I said so. They were when I showed up at set. They were like, "Don't shave," and I was like, "What? You want me to drag, but oh, not to shave?" My God. Because I said so, bitch. Um, the next letter comes from Jay. Dear Alaska, Willem, and the Big Dipstress. I'm a 44-year-old Canadian suburban hag Dipstress hockey Dipstress Isabel Brooks. Dipstress, <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, I'm a suburban dra- hag hockey mom and ally. I've been watching Drag Race from the very beginning. Uh, I love the pod, and it brings light and laughter after depressing and horrible information in the daily. Anyways... <coughs> One of my favorite things about Race Chaser and Hot Goss are the references. I tell all my girls, know your colors, know your fabrics. The best, deep cut. I have noticed a few Willem references to the first Wives Club lately, and it got me thinking about Goldie Hawn and some other favorite movies of hers, which likely have not aged as well. House Sitter, Overboard, which led me to this question. Why isn't Goldie Hawn more of a gay icon? She is gorgeous and hilarious and wonderful and seems like she should be, but from my internet searches and asking around, she just isn't. I can appreciate she is no Streisand, Judy, or Cher, but what's the deal is it because she doesn't sing must gay icons be singers did she do something horribly homophobic a long time ago before cancel culture why doesn't she get the love she deserves or am i just being wrong about this and she's really not that great love you all please never stop spreading your light and laughter xoxoj spread it around I think I would argue that Goldie Hawn is a gay icon. Uh, maybe not to, you know, surface gays. Maybe, but I know that, um, what what is her character's name in First Wives? Elise? Elise. I know that that scene with the plastic surgery and the lips and, the, and, and that whole character, you know, on the treadmill and she's got the vodka and everything... I know that that character exists in the gay sort of psyche as an icon. Yeah, and I would like to personally read Jay because if they were such a Goldie Hawn fan, they would know that Goldie Hawn won an Oscar Best Supporting Actress in Cactus Flower, 1969. I'm a Goldie Hawn fan. They would also know that Goldie Hawn saying, does she sing? Bitch, she was going to make Chicago with Madonna back when Madonna was going to do Chicago. And I forget who was Billy Flynn, but, like, this was back in the day. Goldie Hawn sings. Yeah. So I think sometimes people take some some time to, you know, to age into their gay iconness, And I think that she's definitely one of those 
one of those cases. Because Death I, becomes I, her? She's there. She's a gay yeah, icon. I consider she, her. A gay if, icon. if the gays dress up as you for Halloween, you're probably a gay icon. Yeah. You know? Uh, this message comes from S. S. Happy Black History Month. I'd like to shed some light to a Twitter thread created by season 15's Davenport Brooks doll in honor of Black History Month. Some familiar names I've heard on the pod. I think I saw Calexis Willem, and there's a dick pic. What is this? What is he talking about? Is Dipper about to show us? I am. Sorry. Neat. I love a live component. This dick is amazing, by the way. Yeah, talk about that first. Let me turn up the brightness here. Let me tell you, batters up. (laughs) Hear that call. It's time for one to directly, directly to the side. Those blankets look so comfortable. The bed frame is wooden. Clean feet. Uh, We've got clean feet in the photo. There's like three different types of cozy blankets. On that mm. bed. Oh my gosh, it looks so nice. And you've got your t shirt on. It must be a cold night. Nothing but a t shirt. Oh, oh Chevelle Brooks. T-shirt on. Oh, bitch. what is this? So, so Mr. Yeah, Isabel the- Brooks is showcasing uh, favorite black entertainers and people who've played a major part in her life, inspiring her to be mm-hmm. the entertainer that she is today. She loves drag and is digging into the archives. So let's shine a light on the icons and legends this Black History Month. Her first one is, of course, Chevelle, Chevelle Brooks. Chevelle Brooks is Calexis's daughter or sister. I forget, but she's legendary. This girl twirls, swirls, and bucks. She does everything. She's always in like the cutest fringy dance costume. She, her head whips, I don't know how. Everybody look her up. Oh, and then the second girl is Calexis Davenport. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. See, I love this. Calexis. Um, she's my friend. She doesn't know she's my friend, but she is. Um, <laughs> she should call me. She better high kick. Or no, she, like she better me. jump split. Calexis, when she jump splits, it's everything. Um, and there's so many more. Uh, this is amazing. Kennedy. Deja Opulent Mirage. Kennedy Davenport. Yeah, go check out Mistress Isabel Brooks. She's just Mistress Tommy Brooks. Tommy Ross. On yes, on Mr. Twitter. This is amazing. Thank you for doing yeah. this, Mistress. Wow, we, lo- we love Mistress on this pod. This is a Use- this is a Mistress fan pod. Using your platform for good—that's exactly what this is about. So, girls, Absolutely. if you're on the show and you're listening, find something you can do f- for good while these eyes are on you, because they won't be on you much longer unless you keep doing good shit. Okay, bitches. Also, our writer sent this in as well. Oh, a video. Should be a video star. Oh, oh, oh it's like the cum, cum jizz video. You can't, you can't see the dick. You just see a black surface. Is that the t-shirt? It's a t-shirt. <laughs> Nothing but a t-shirt on. And it creates like a V, like like um, uh, like a, a stork, like a bird pattern of splatters. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for writing in, everyone. And this is a reminder that if you're in LA, go get your tickets to Hot Goss Live because we're doing it March 20th at the Virgil in Silver Lake. This is an intimate venue. The tickets will sell out. So um, if you haven't gotten them and you want to come, now's your chance. Tickets at hotgosslive.eventbrite.com. 
Mm-hmm. And you have to buy a ticket. You can't like stare through a window. It's not like that. Thank you nope. so much for listening to Hot Goss. Isn't the Virgil the bar where Lady Gaga sang Le'Veon Rose? Uh-huh. Yeah, and I filmed all my scenes there too. Huh. Interesting. And remember, <laughs> please take a moment to rate. Do you think Gaga's going to be there? Is that what you're saying? No. That would but be we crazy. should invite her. Oh, my God. I'll tell Brad. Please I'll make take sure a Anthony moment. Ramos is at the door. <laughs> Please take a moment to rate and review this show on your podcast apps. We're going to keep saying it. The AI machines want us to. Mm-hmm. And shout out to all of our Mom Plus subscribers who are listening to this episode ad-free behind the Good Pussy Paywall. And a special Ooh. hello to Hillary, Hillary K. K. And, and Malik, Malik B. B. We know you're listening. <laughs> you can follow us on Instagram at Willem at the only Alaska 5000 at Race Chaser Pod and at Mom Podcasts. And stay safe out there. And we'll be back next week with another steaming, steaming. piping, scalding, Scalding. serving of hot To listen to Race Chaser ad-free, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcast.plus. Race Chaser is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Alaskan Willem. And produced by Big Dipper. Editing and sound design by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is by Alaska Thunderfuck 5000. <laughs>